Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. We have the A-Team Horowitz and Graceffo producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass will have another update here in about 27 minutes. College football playoff Final Four was awesome. Burrow put on a once-in-a-lifetime show in demolishing Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. How about the quarterbacks? We had in the Final Four. I know people will say, well, it's defense, it's coaching. Look at the quarterbacks. You had Hurts, uh, one of the great rides ever in college football. You have Joe Burrow for one year, and it's not finished yet. It will end on January 13th, either hosting the National Championship Trophy or Trevor Lawrence will be doing it for Clemson, who came back from 16 zip down to shock the Buckeyes 29-23. So you got Lawrence, Burrow, Hurts, and Fields. That was a good Final Four on Saturday. I know if you're an Ohio State fan, you're wondering, hey, we led 16 zip. If you're an Oklahoma fan, are we the Buffalo Bills of the college football playoff? Then we get there, but we get drilled. Hey, you're one of the final four. It's like I'd never have looked. Matter of fact, I watched that Four Falls, I think the 30 for 30. I've never looked down on the Bills. Oh, you know, they choked in the Super No, they got the four in a row. Look what that team had. You know, out of what, 30 at the time or whatever it is, you, you were 32 now in the NFL. You were the second best team. You were rock stars. I'm not going to pile on Oklahoma because they're not winning the college football playoff. They've had a lot of success under Stoops in the BCS. Look at their tradition with Barry, old school to Bud Wilkinson. Lincoln Riley's doing great things. Well, look what they got out of Hurts. Look at the year they got out of him. And I think Hurts now with the Lamar Jackson and the RPO and what's going to explode even more in the NFL. Hertz will probably be a second, third round pick and be a backup. And there's been that talk, hey, he'd be a great backup for Lamar Jackson. You bet. Be a great backup for Mahomes in Kansas City. They don't think it, you Fields will be an NFL guy. Had a bad throw on a busted route that End of the game, but what what do you have? Two picks tonight, and had hadn't thrown a pick since like October fifth for over you know almost three months ago. That's why I, I threw out a couple different questions uh, to the audience, and you can join us during our final hour. Rich Herrera will be up from San Diego on the West Coast here in about fifty four minutes. 
Give me one-year wonders, because I don't think, you know, Burrow's going to be a great NFL QB. People have brought up Lamar Jackson, what he's doing this year. Okay, nobody saw it coming. Cam Newton, what he did his final year there with the Tigers and the War Eagle in Auburn, Alabama. Kurt Warner was brought up with the greatest show on turf from bagging groceries in arena football to having an unbelievable a year. So give me those stories that are comparable to Burrow. And if Trevor Lawrence was eligible for the April 2020 NFL draft and you're the Bengals, would you take Lawrence or Burrow? That's an interesting question. A lot of people think Lawrence is eligible and oh well, why are they going to take uh, Lawrence over Burrow? I still there I, I like Lawrence he uses conditioner. A lot of guys don't use conditioner on their hair. I think Graceffo does. Back at CBS Sports Radio, one of the few guys in the CBS Sports Radio locker room that uses conditioner on their hair. But Lawrence has that long, blonde, wavy look. I still would take Burrow. So I'm asking you those questions. You can join in one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. So if Lawrence was draft eligible, would the Bengals still take Burrow with the first pick in the 2020 NFL draft? That's just a personal choice for you and those who have watched Lawrence and Burrow. Really, you can watch today. Both were outstanding. So we'll get to your huge opinions on that. We'll touch on uh, the NFL. Final regular season weekend, a lot on the line. And also, I think when this weekend's over, you will see some changes when it comes to coaches. And Urban Meyer was watching fields in Ohio State out there in Glendale, Arizona. Will he coach the Cowboys? Could he go back to Ohio and coach the Browns? Hey, you got an RPO guy with Baker. You got Chubb. You Odell wants out, which I'm so tired of that guy after every game. Oh, help me. Help me get me out. Okay. Look how much better off the Giants are without Odell. Okay? Giants are the next team in the NFL. Mark it down. That's what Horowitz uh, told me. So if you want to join in, one 855 cbs Drill back out to the audience. Ira in Lubbock, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? Um, I don't think you take Joe Burrow if Lawrence is uh, is eligible. Joe, uh, Trevor Lawrence is spoken of in the same breath as John Elway once was. Joe Burrow was not the best quarterback in Ohio as of 2015 when they had J.T. Barrett, Cardo Jones, Braxton Miller, and Dwayne Haskins. When he went to enter the transfer portal, he first attempted to go to Nebraska, and uh, Scott Frost, who is a pretty good Offensive mind, former quarterback, national championship winner himself, didn't think he was better than his current quarterback, Adrian Martinez, and wouldn't even let him transfer. I also want to highlight that in his previous season at LSU, he had 123 fewer completions. His completion percentage was over 20% uh, decreased from 57% to 77 this year. And I think you go to Joe Brady. I think you got to look at all them Joes around him that are great. Uh, the LSU's been full of athletes. That's kind of why Les Miles got fired for putting up 10-3 and three seasons. 
you know, he was running that old school offense, that NFL style offense. You got Jarvis Landry, you got Odell Beckham. You need to spread the ball around. You know, you you, you got to spread these guys out. So I think what you're seeing is us being uh, prisoners to the moment. And the last thing I want to say is this does remind me of something. It reminds me of the last time they paid a quarterback a lot of money. His name is Jamarcus Russell. He came out of LSU, and he was a bust because all everybody was talking about is all them touchdowns he threw against Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. And, again, they had way more athletes. So that, I think that's that's the case of what you're seeing. There's no way. I talked to Roy Philpott last year. Uh, he spoke to my class. I'm a sport uh, management major at Texas Tech, and he told me he would take Trevor Lawrence over to Sean Watson still. So that's just how I feel about it. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, Ira, and good luck in your sports management class there at Texas Tech in Lubbock. Let's go to Mark in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, where Joe Burrow put on a show with the LSU Tigers on Saturday. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, I've been listening to you about an hour now in the car, and a couple of, couple of names that came to mind when you're talking about – uh, guys that just made a real impact. Uh, let's go back a few years to Herschel Walker, 1980, uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. He came right out of high school. In fact, he didn't even start the very first game. Uh, but his very first carry of his very first game is, is boring Georgia history. He ran 16 yards and ran over, a, ran over Bill Bates. And for the rest of the season, he carried the ball I think he carried it 32, 35 times a game. And unlike the quarterbacks you've been talking about, Herschel was going to run the ball. He couldn't beat you with his arm. He could only run the ball. Defenses all through the SEC stacked up to take him out, and he couldn't. He ran for 1,800-something yards that year, and he did win the national title. And then he also separated his shoulder in the first quarter of the national championship game, still ran for 156 yards and two touchdowns. So it was a little bit before the ESPNs and all that, but I think he made a really big some noise on the national stage. Oh gosh, and, and Mark, thanks for uh, thanks for the call in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Herschel with old Vince Dooley at Georgia. He was a he was a man child. He was still in great shape. I saw him doing some interview. Uh, amazing. Uh, let's go to Stephen in Santa Cruz, California, out west. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, sir? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you know what? I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to your show right now, and then uh, not this uh, not this past uh, caller, the, the caller before, he hit it on a line. He he stole a lot of my the stuff I was going to say, but I'll I'll just make it quick. I would take Trevor. I would take Trevor Lawrence. I mean, does he have the personnel to pull off an upset? But if I don't, probably not. But if Trevor is, if Trevor does pull off the upset, and I think LSU will be uh, favored in this up, up, upcoming uh, national championship game, uh, man, you got to put Trevor just right over the top. And the, the, the only thing I, I, I got to look back to is is that I, I would, um, if there was a healthy Tua, I would take Tua over Joe. And, wow. uh, I mean, people will debate me saying, okay, Alabama, they got those great wide receivers, but you've got to watch film on Tuba and you got to look at his throws and the way he drops those balls right in there. And, uh, good luck to whoever wins, but uh, it should be an exciting game. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Out in beautiful Santa Cruz, California, along the coast, joining us on this early Sunday morning. Uh, late Saturday night, depending on where you're listening. Uh, David in Atlanta. 
Uh, you're on the Saturday Night Healed show. Hey, good morning. Uh, pleasure listening to your show. I enjoy it every week. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank you well, for listening. Oh, it's great. It's, uh, I can't wait for Saturday. <laughs> anyway, Trevor had never been in that situation before. He's never come from behind. And he marched him down the field like uh, Tom Brady does. I mean, he, he showed so much composure. And I know I know he didn't have seven touchdowns or nothing, but I'm telling you what, he's going to be a splash big time in the NFL. But all four of the quarterbacks that played, they will all be playing on Sundays. I mean, it was a pleasure just watching them because that's the new, new quarterbacks that will be in the league, you know. What I was getting at, though, Matt Ryan, I love him to death. I'm a Falcons fan. He's not getting any younger. I would love to see the Falcons get one of these quarterbacks, preferably Trevor, and, you know, let him, Matt's going to be around for a couple more years, and we need somebody to come in. And uh, I, I, watching him tonight, he was so cool and calm under pressure. That's, I mean, he, to me, he would be the pick. All right, well, David, thank you for listening in Atlanta. And I mentioned it last hour that the tanking in the fall of 2021 in the NFL will be historic to get Trevor Lawrence. Bengals, at, you know, they have it locked up. They, they can't blow that. Kids from Ohio, he's from Athens. You, I mean, he's your once-in-a-lifetime you know, Boomer meets Kenny Anderson. You know, Dalton, I think, never got the respect because he couldn't win the big games. But you, Burrow's done. That's done one to the Bengals. They can't blow it. Two still up for debate with the Giants. But a year from this upcoming April, you know, you're going to look at what will – you could get that crazy, you know, offer for somebody that has that one pick – you know, if that team that has the one pick is already locked in on a QB, that race to tank next year, maybe that's why the Lions are bringing back Matt Patricia. Matt Stafford's not getting any younger. You know, what do you do? Uh, that You know, the Lawrence Burrow, if, if they both were coming out, that would be interesting. Horowitz, because your Giants are picking two, they would have so many takers willing to deal if if Lawrence and Burrow, no matter who the Bengals took one, and they were sitting on that two pick. Could you let's just say that's how it ends? They would, and they're not going to go after quarterback because they have Daniel Jones, and he was outstanding this year. They would get a monster offer for that if Lawrence was draft eligible in April two thousand and twenty. They would get a ton for it. So that, that will, the tanking, I think, will be of epic proportions next fall. Waiting on Lawrence. Epic. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. Uh, we have our two questions. Who do you compare on this year we didn't see coming like we're witnessing with Joe Burrow? Any sport, pro college, amateur who, who would you compare it to? Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton have been mentioned, Kurt Warner. And then also if Lawrence was draft eligible and you're the Bengals, a lot of people are saying they would take Lawrence over Burrow because I think there's a longer, a longer resume with Lawrence and Clemson than with Burrow.
I disagree. I'd take Burrow. So join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Clemson outscores Ohio State 29-7 to end the game. They win 29-23. I think I looked at the graphic. 29-0 in their last 29 games for Dabo. And Trevor Lawrence, wow. Man, 29-0. 29, they haven't lost in like two and a half years. They're a three and a half point underdog against LSU Monday night, January 13th in New Orleans. Questions I'm asking over the last 40 minutes or so. If Trevor Lawrence was draft eligible in April of 2020 near the Bengals, would you take Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow? And who in sports, amateur, college, Olympic, pro, any sport, who's had that year out of nowhere? Nobody forecast it. Nobody saw it coming. We'll take your huge opinions at one 855 cbs That's one 855 at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Allen. In Columbia, South Carolina, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Huge. Thanks for taking my call. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Another night. Uh, well, I want to go ahead and throw Jameis Winston's name out there. I mean, the year he had coming out, I mean, of course, being a Florida State fan, be a little biased, but, you know, nobody really thought that he was going to have the year that he did. And, heck, he's got one loss as, you know, a college quarterback. And uh, I thought that he – did a pretty good job with that. And not only what he did for the ACC, you know, kind of saved him a little bit because the SEC was pretty much running the show with the championship, and they were the last ones before the playoffs to, to seal the deal and, you know, put Clemson kind of out there too to compete. Well, thank you, Alan, uh, listening in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, Winston, you know, Tampa, that was a team, if Winston could just cut down on his interceptions – I don't think he's worth the thirty million. I was reading that story that he's going to seek thirty million a year. I get market value. That's an agent talking. But Jameis has athletic talent. He's just got to stop throwing the ball to the wrong team in the NFL. Let's go to Steve in Cleveland, Ohio, listening on ninety-two point three FM. You're on the Saturday Night Hield Show. I got to tell you, I I mean, you got to tip your hat to Trevor Lawrence. I mean. Ohio State busted him in the mouth. I mean, almost knocked him out of the game. And for him to come back the way that he did, I mean, the kid's a superstar. But I got to tell you, I mean, living in Cleveland, having deep belief in Baker Mayfield, which, by the way, is starting to slip a little bit. I'm starting to really wonder if this kid can be the franchise quarterback that I thought he could be. But now, to think about Joe Burrow having to play against this guy for the next 15 years, you know, I'm – if they just would have waited another year or so, then, then we could be taking Joe Burrow. Because i got to tell you, I take Joe Burrow every day over Baker Mayfield. And I never thought I'd hear, you know, I never thought I'd hear myself saying that. But that kid is a superstar. He's accurate. 
he probably runs a four five four five forty. He can run away from linebackers. I mean, that kid is he's gonna be the answer in Cincinnati. And I'm just sorry that I live in Cleveland and you know, I I hope Baker gets it together, but you know, I think that's the way it's going to go. It's going to be tough. It's going to go through Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, and the Browns are going to finish third in the in the AFC North for the next eight years, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, but, you know, and think about this, and Steve, thanks for the call in Cleveland. You also have Big Ben will come back and play a couple more years, to be my guess. So you have Lamar, who will be the MVP. You get Joe, who's coming in, Burrow winning – the Heisman and maybe the national title will find out on January 13th. Big Ben for a year or two, and you're the Browns. It's just piling on. What they need is Urban Meyer. That's what Cleveland needs. Because, or, or Lincoln Riley to come take the Browns' job, but he's making almost $6 million at Oklahoma. They need Urban Meyer. I, I think the two best options for Urban Meyer... Dallas or Cleveland. Now there's talk that, you know, Lincoln Riley might be more of a favorite for the Joneses. But Urban Meyer, his Ohio Ohio State resume, he's the guy. That's what they need. And you got an RPO guy in Baker Mayfield, which the Oklahoma slash Ohio State offense would be easy to implement. And you gotta get you you got to upgrade the culture. I know we hear that all the time. But Odell Beckham Jr., when it began with wearing the watch, and then after every game telling the opposing star player, help me get out, help me, you know, the opposing quarterbacks, it's just, it, it's, it's a soap opera. Bringing Odell Beckham Jr. to Cleveland was a colossal mistake. And, man, the dude does some nice stuff. For the community, I'm talking football. I mean, you know, a team sport, you're not on audio telling Brady, get me out, telling Lamar Jackson, get me out, like you're in prison. No. So go get Urban Meyer, run a true spread RPO, and there you go. I think they got the pieces there in Cleveland. This was a, you know, I never was on the Cleveland's ready to win the AFC bandwagon. I thought nine and seven, if you go back to August on this show, I said nine and seven team. Ten and six if Baker was special. I still think Mayfield has it, but people in Cleveland, like we all do as sports fans, you blame the quarterback and you blame the coach. That's how it works. Any You blame the star player. And you'll blame the coach. Any sport. But in football, it's a quarterback and it's a head coach. And they need Meyer. So if he doesn't go to Dallas, I don't see other fits in the NFL for him. And I think Cleveland, you know, his Ohio State background, Cleveland's an Ohio State town, that's a perfect fit to me. Even more than Dallas. Because Dallas is going to expect to go win the NFC. Cleveland will take just the playoffs. So you're six and nine, whether you finish seven and nine, whatever you are at the end, six and ten, you you need to win three more games. And the Cleveland fans, and you go to the playoffs and they'll love you. Like I was talking with Graceffo, the Jets, you know, they're they may finish seven and nine. 
So they were two wins away from being a playoff team? Three for sure? Urban Meyer needs to go to Cleveland. That's it. If you want to join in, we have one final segment coming up, one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Graceffo and Horowitz, the A-team, producing the broadcast back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. The legendary Rich Herrera is up from the West Coast here in about 18 minutes. Uh, Mirage celebrating a baby girl. That's awesome. Tell you what, the, the most powerful thing ever uh, when you hold that child for the first time. And then it's kind of really cool for the first week when you bring the baby home. And then you go on two, three hours asleep at a time for eight to nine month window. Full year. Then the kid is in the car seat and you take him to relatives and friends and restaurants and they're kind of non-mobile, and then they get mobile, and they start crawling around, and it's a beautiful learning lesson as a parent. I know most of you that are listening would understand what Mirage has in front of him, but congrats to him and his wife on that baby girl. One final segment together on a Saturday that brought us two unbelievable performances by Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. I don't think Ohio State was planning on Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson QB, rushing for 107 yards. Rushing. Ohio State was up 16-zip, should have had a 24-0 lead, at least. Let Clemson hang around, and you get a great quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. They outscored the Buckeyes 29-7 to end that game. They move on as a a three-and-a-half-point underdog against Joe Burrow and LSU on Monday night, January 13th. An extra week involved, which is good to give the players a chance to rest up, hype the game, and that will be in New Orleans. So I've thrown out a couple questions with Joe Burrow's magical year and what he did against Oklahoma in Atlanta on Saturday, winning the Heisman the entire season. It feels like it's destiny he's going to hoist that national championship trophy on Louisiana soil. But there's Trevor Lawrence and Dabo Swinney, who they haven't lost their 29-0 Clemson in their last 29. Over-unders close to 70. So I'm asking you, tell me an athlete, amateur, pro, any sport that had the year out of nowhere like Joe Burrow, that that you would put in that same conversation. And speaking of conversations, if Trevor Lawrence was draft eligible in April of 2020 for the NFL draft, he's not. He'll have to wait until April of 2021. But if he was, and you're the Bengals who have secured the overall number one pick, would you take Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? You can join us at one 855 cbs That's one 855 
at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Kevin in Dallas, Texas, listening on 105.3 FM. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? How you doing, Kev? I'm doing well. Um, I don't have an opinion about the college football thing because I'm not a huge college fan, but I watched that LSU game, and Joe Burrow's 10-point accuracy was pretty good tonight. Um, but what I do have is uh, the, 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 the season out of nowhere, Luka Doncic for the Dallas Mavericks has uh, had an amazing season so far with uh, nine triple-doubles, uh, including tonight, and uh, the Mavericks having a 21-10 and 10 record is not – I don't think it was anywhere near expected out of the Mavericks this year. I agree, and thank you, Kevin. And that's why I turned to the audience, uh, because there are smart people all across North America who listen every Saturday night. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Man, he got that big deal with the Jordan brand – I watch him interact with kids, uh, people with special needs. I, he gets it, and he, and, he, and he does it without saying anything. You know, I get the European and the switch to American basketball, but you can just feel that he's real. You can. When you see the, the video clips on the social networks, his game is... I. I asked Scoop Jackson, who works for ESPNChicago.com, who you would compare him to. This was a couple weeks ago, and he said it's it's Magic Johnson-like, but he's a better shooter than Magic, and Magic is probably you know more of a theatrical passer than Luca is. So, but you know, it's it's kind of like Bird meets Magic, and you get it right there. With Luka Doncic, and you're in Dallas for the listeners on 105.3, and you're Mark Cuban. How blessed are you to get a career with Dirk, who's a class act on and off the court, and now you get Doncic for, what, the next 10, 12, 15 years, as long as he stays healthy? I just, again, his heart is real. And when people are real, it usually works out in the end. And he'll be a megastar for years to come. Let's go to Shelly in Michigan. Thanks for the wait. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, you are you tonight? How you doing, Shelly? Good. Um, you know I'm a great football fan, but I came up with Simone Biles, who was amazing from out of nowhere. I know most of you have been talking football tonight. And if I had a choice, I'd take Joe Burrow all the way. All right. Well, thank you, Shelly in Michigan. Appreciate you listening. Jimmy and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Oh, Jimmy had to go because he's online, Crisefo said, watching the Clemson celebration, and he just wanted the world to know that Trevor Lawrence is better than Joe Burrow. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That would be a, if I'm Bill Simonson and I was GM of the Bengals. And for the sake of this conversation, to close out our show, and Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow were both draft eligible. Who would I take? I 
Yeah, the the Ohio kid, Athens, uh, you know, Ohio's a very provincial state. But just on football and the visual, man, I... Because I'm impressed with what Lawrence did running the football, but I'm not looking for Lawrence to come in and be RPO Lamar Jackson. I'm not looking for that. Or or Mahomes. I I think I... Is he Peyton Manning with more speed? Is Lawrence a Brady-like QB? Burrow's accuracy is... Again, I, I go back to Drew Brees when he was at Purdue. You know, Elway had a gun. Marino had a rocket. Kelly at the U. I, I'm trying to think when I'm looking at QBs, if I've ever seen anybody on the long throws with the accuracy of Joe Burrow. For me, if I was picking between Burrow and Lawrence, I would take Burrow. And for some of you to say, well, it's a talent around him. Yeah, everyone, it's a talent around you. Well, look at Brady when he doesn't have Gronk. Or you only have Edelman. You have really one go-to guy. Oh, yeah, things slow down in a hurry and it's not his age. I still say what Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, what they can do to fight through injuries. You know, Breeze has done it too. But he's got Thomas, right? I'm telling you, man, that Burrow, the, the offense, I agree with. You you want to see what LSU did, and you get away from a coach who's stuck in his ways or a program, and we've done it this way forever. And even Saban did it at Alabama when he had the McCarrens and the McElroys, and he went to the mobile quarterback, the Hurts and Tua, because I think he watched Cam Newton, what Cam did to him. You adjust. And it's kind of like Dabo, and they're getting hammered 16-zip. They adjusted. They did something. They figured it out, and it worked. And they hung on, and they got the pick in the end zone. That's a good coaching staff. That's why they're 29-0 and in their last 29 games. And how many times do you scream looking at a college who will have five-star, four-star recruits, yet you know they're not running the offense to fit all that talent because the coach is saying, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. If I'm Baltimore, and they they did it, they, they adjusted their offense to fit Lamar Jackson. If I'm Cincinnati, I copy exactly... What he did at LSU, I changed my offense. Because you got Mixon, you got A.J. Green, you got some weapons. I run exactly the same offense he ran at LSU. But the coach will say, well, this is how we do it. Yeah, I don't want to hear how you do it. Build your team around the strengths of your players. High school, college pro, I think nine times out of ten, that's going to work. <laughs> if you're the Bengals, and you have to be taking Burrow, you have to run that LSU offense. 
You have to. It's what the Saints are running. I've always said this, too, when I look around and I, I see Brady in his prime when he's winning rings. I look at what Peyton's doing with New Orleans. I look at what Andy Reid does with Kansas City, and I'm like, why Why aren't there more copycats? Because these guys all have egos, and they don't want to be copycats. Why? Why? Because of pride? Because uh, you start out as a grad assistant, and it has to be your way. You want to be different. Why wouldn't you copy what the great ones do? Yeah, you may not have their personnel, but at least give your team a chance. And I've seen it so much in football, where a coach will talk about what he's been through, where he's coached, and he won't look at that locker room or look at his roster, and I'm talking college and pro, and build to the strengths of what he has. He'll try and make the players fit his style instead of him adjusting. And the great coaches who do adjust end up having winners. Andy Reid, Peyton, Mr. Hardball in Baltimore. Hey, want to thank Graceffo and Horowitz, two of the best in the business. John Fast, great updates. Rich Herrera is coming up from San Diego 24-7. If you have a huge opinion, you can drop it at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.